This is Hope FM. Uh, well, I'm delighted to say that our community interview this morning is with Julie. Um, now, she heads up the Shared Lives uh, scheme from Bournemouth and Paul Council, and uh, she joins me on the line to tell me all about that. That's coming up next. 90.1 Hope FM and HopeFM.com Good morning, Julie. Morning, Jonathan. Um, how are you? I'm good. It's a bit foggy out there, isn't it? It is. It's very foggy. I, I woke up this morning, yeah, as, as you do at half five for a, uh, a radio uh, presenter on a, on a breakfast show, and you think, "Hmm, that's interesting. I better mm. go. I better go now, or I might not make the studio." <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it was. It was a bit different to yesterday, but yeah, it's, it's Ex- clearing up. Excellent. Good to have you on the show. Um, so you head up um, the shared lives for BCP Council. Really, really good service. I can see it on my screen here this morning. But what is the shared life scheme, and and who does it uh, seek to support? Um, so yeah, the shared life scheme. It's 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 a very varied scheme because it's so personal. But ultimately, it supports adults with um, additional needs. So that could be a learning disability, um, it could be a physical disability, dementia. Um, or, or, or any need, um, really, uh, autism, Asperger's. Um, and, and what we do is we place uh, a vulnerable adult, an adult with additional needs, into a home environment with our approved carers. So we have a, a, a whole host of, of carers. Um, we've got 53 households across mm-hmm. um, BCP, the area of, um, and that, that, that includes 85 long-term carers. So uh, we, we may have couples that, that care. Uh, and they open their homes, their lives, and their families um, work with within that to to offer care within um, a home environment. So we, yep, yeah, it's it's based within the community. Um, people live live normal family lives. Our our adults that we support live normal family lives. Um, and, and I guess going it, on holiday and going out. And I guess it's integrating them, and you know, like, like you say, living normal lives, but with the extra bit of support that they may need. Um, but sort of, what sort of support can the, the, the issues be? I guess it can be, you know, help with um, getting around or paying bills. What sort of thing does the the carer take on? It, it can be, like I say, it can be help with anything. Um, People are so varied. It's it, it's it's difficult to sort of pin down typical things, mm. but um, help with, like you say, help help within the home. So help with maintaining um, sort of health uh, and well-being. So personal care, perhaps. Um, but I mean, the overriding thing is just helping people in in most aspects of their life, really. So it can be helping them to to learn to cook meals, helping people to access um, the community. So doctors' appointments, dentists' appointments. Um, just making sure people are safe, mm. um, helping people to um, just to, to, li- to live their best lives, really, to, to be able to um, do all of the things that we do, but also at the same time um, having a, a family and, a, and an environment that they can live in that, that's, that's home. So it, it's, uh, it's very much different from the, the old-fashioned sort of um, view of, of, of care within sort of institutes, which, which is yeah. a, a long time gone, but yeah. complete opposite of that. You know, it is, it's their home, they share it. All of the things that we do, um, you, you know, good and bad, happen within those homes. So people have good days, people have pyjama days, people mm. have, um, you know, all the festivals, Christmases, Easter, any, anything that's important to them, they, they, they have. 
with a family. And I, and I guess, you know, in the you know current uncertain times that we live in, particularly when we are staying at home, it's even more vital that, you know, people have support. Um, I see on your um, website this morning that, you know, the placement can be long-term, short-term, or for respite or day support. What would you say, what type of respite does the Shared Life Scheme offer? Um, so, what we class as respite, it would be a short-term break. So, we, mm. we, we have respite within the scheme. So, our carers are entitled to respite. But what, what we also have um, would be, we class it as, as a family respite. So, you would have perhaps mum or dad or, or mum and dad who live with their son or daughter. Um, and they need they need a break to be able to continue that caring role. But also, their, their, their family member, um, it may not necessarily be son or daughter, um, that that person needs um, some sort of time away as well. So it could be with younger people that they'll spend weekends right. or weeks okay. with, with a family and, and start to build up skills ready for the next steps in life. Or it could be that actually the, the parents or the family member who continuing to maintain that sort of primary support for that person, um, they just get a break and are able to continue within that caring role that, that everybody wants for for far longer so they they get the breaks that they need um, but that happens within our service um, and the service that's delivered is, is still very much the same very much part of a family home um yeah brilliant. enjoying all the same things that families do excellent um now i i can see you know many benefits of it but what would you say are if you like the the, the top two benefits or of, of the shared life scheme it's, I mean, it's so unique. So if we're looking at the benefits for clients and yeah. for the carers, yeah. it's, it's part of being something that's just unique. It can be whatever they need it to be. It can be whatever that family, um, however that family lives their life, we match that client with that family. So it's an opportunity to live your life and really share it with somebody um, and actually see the difference and be part of the difference with that that person that you live with um and you i don't think you can sum that up in words really it's it's quite a unique thing it's more like a feeling than anything else that absolute sort of ability to make that difference Mm. and feel caring Mm. not going to be easy all the time because we all have good days we all have bad days but um it's just an opportunity to be to to share your life really and i just think that's yeah huge absolutely amazing um yeah, and, and I think if we were trying to think of a second one, I mean, again, it's it, it's just so huge. But um, yeah, it, it's the opportunity for people's families to integrate with each, with each other. So you know, people with younger or older children, or or family members that perhaps are coming outside. You know, it 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 builds upon that, and it's it's it offers everybody a unique opportunity, really. So and a, and a know, chance to live a, a happy, fulfilled life, isn't it? In, at the end of the day, yeah, yeah, and be part of that, um, and and. You know, these some some of our um, placements are, are, are sort of over ten years old, and that's a huge part of people's lives. Mm, and mm. that's that. You know, they it's it's just unique. They become part. Everybody becomes part of each other's family, and um, yeah, to offer a settled home to somebody who perhaps hasn't had a settled home for a long time, or, or perhaps has had to leave that settled home um, for whatever circumstances. It's, it's just amazing, really. Excellent. Um, now, how is a shared lives uh, client referred to the scheme? How does it, you know, how, how does it happen? Um, most of our clients are referred via a social work team. Yeah. So, um, it, it, predominantly, I would say that we, we support people with a learning disability. So, um, across Bournemouth Pool and Christchurch, that there are teams that, that we work with very closely um, 
and we would we would receive a referral that way generally people can approach the scheme and we can support them um with trying to find the right way and trying to find support to get that referral in but as i say predominantly we work with social workers and they continue to support placements um as well as us it isn't a sort of a handover thing we we continue to work hand in hand to support that person and that placement through its its ups and downs so yeah it, it, it's predominantly via that route really that we receive referrals sure brilliant now question before we go to a, a little musical break um is there a, a typical shared lives carer um, well, I was sat thinking um, about that last night, trying to answer sort of the questions that we might have been been discussing. And um, I've thought of, of all of our shared lives carers. And whilst, you know, there, there can be similarities, the typical shared lives carer, I think, um, probably doesn't really exist in, no. in that they're a person <laughs> who cares. Yes. Um, if, if we look across our, our scheme and um, other schemes, because shared lives is, is, is countrywide, you will see any setting really so you have large families you have perhaps older um you know a couple of older carers whose children perhaps have have grown up and um live out of the home and they've they've opened up their home again to other people we've had young couples we've we we work with families um we've worked with people from sort of just getting together in a, in a relationship to being um, married with with children so we see the family that we work with grow so yeah i mean Carers would need to have the room to have a person living with them, obviously. So that would be the only typical yeah. um, thing about being a carer. But being caring, having having an interest in people, wanting to help, um, and being, I think, certainly able to deal with um, whatever's thrown at you um, would would be good. So some resilience um, and the ability to sort of step back and, and look at situations differently because. Not everything is, is, is linear no, within not, any. Absolutely. Not everything is black and white. This is Hope FM. Um, so, we talked before the break about the shared lives, um, you know, caring service, fantastic service. Uh, just uh, maybe for people just joining us, just give us a quick resume of what shared lives does. Um, so, within shared lives, we, we offer care um, and support and accommodation for people with uh, additional needs so that that could be anything from a learning disability to to dementia um and we work with approved carers within their own homes to offer that fantastic service brilliant um now does a shared lives carer need any qualifications um they don't really need any qualifications obviously um caring and being open is 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 probably not a, a qualification you can get a certificate for but um then they are the main um skills really uh, if carers have a caring caring experience or or indeed a qualification in care then that that is helpful because um at least you have an understanding of how to work with with people with additional needs but i wouldn't say if if you have had no um formal education or formal um mm. training in it then then i would still say to contact us if you were interested in becoming a carer because um you know through life we pick up all sorts yeah. of skills that, life skills absolutely that, that, yeah absolutely that are probably more important than, than anything else um there is formal there is training to do there is there are um sort of training sessions that we offer that that we have people go on and we would support any carer to to achieve sort of um completing those and 
any any training that they would need really during their their role as a shared lives carer. So you don't have to have a formal qualification. It it can help, but we we are quite happy to support people in whatever they need to get them. Um, get them through within their caring role brilliant stuff great stuff um now how can someone apply to be a shared lives carer and and you know i'm gonna ask the question sorry about this and do you get paid you do you do receive a payment for it um it it is classed as sort of a a person's role you become a self-employed carer when you um are approved as a shared lives carer so yeah you you receive payment for that um to allow you to continue within that role, really. Um, if you wanted to become a shared lives carer, you can access um, some information on the BCP website, and it, it has got a contact number, which I, I know we're going to give at the end. Sure. Um, but we would um, arrange an informal conversation, give you some more information so that you are um, sort of aware of, 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 of the the whole role really it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, big, it's a big ask um, for a person um, and then we, we sort of if a person wants to uh, start the assessment process that can take up to six months it's quite an in-depth process mm. but it's, it's, it's relatively hopefully pain free you work with a designated officer who will take you through that um, and, and each step of the way sort of work with you and, and, and meet with you when we find out the information that we need. We mm. have to look at things like properties um, just to make sure that the, that the people that we're placing with you are going to be safe and, and you're understanding the whole mm. role of a shared lives carer, which, which can take a long time to sort of really unpick and think how that's going to mm. fit in with your life. Mm. Um, and then at the end of that um, process, we, we go towards a panel decision um, and it's 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 more of a quality assurance to check that everything is right yeah. before we approve somebody as a yeah. carer. Uh, it sounds a lot. It is a lot. But the feedback that we receive is is that it's it's actually it's fine. It, it's not yeah. scary. No. It's it, it is as it has to be because we are placing of course such vulnerable people within within the home. So yeah, uh, we have to be safe. And I guess you know we have to recognise that you've got to do your due diligence. Um, what would you say maybe Absolutely. to someone listening this morning who is thinking about becoming a shared lives carer? What would you say? Any advice? I would say. Yeah, I would absolutely say give us a ring. Um, it's it's such a, a large thing to try to explain that that don't sort of don't try to think too much about it without having a chat with somebody. So, um, like I say, across the country, this happens. It, it's it's a very established um, sort of way of offering care and support to people but have a chat have a have a a little look have a look on the website there is information on the bcp website um but but ring the scheme we are more than happy to speak to people who um have an interest in it and it it may be that actually it's not something for now that they want to do but actually they're thinking about it in the in the next sort of 12 months things are perhaps changing on the horizon give us a ring and and have a chat um we are always more than happy to 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 go through things with people. Excellent. Now, um, of course, the contact details, I know there's an uh, email address, shared.lives at bcpcouncil.gov.uk. Um, in fact, all I yep. did to find your information, I just typed in shared lives BCP and it came straight up. Um, any phone numbers or any other contact details you can give us, Julie? Yeah, um, you could give us a ring in the office. It's 01202 451392. Um, obviously, because of current reasons, you may need to leave a message, but we again, we will contact you um, and, and get back to you as soon as we can. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.